Do you wish you could take half the week off by Wednesday? At Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, you can do just that. Every Tuesday is Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy a handcrafted martini for 50% off. Wednesdays, get half off any bottle of wine up to $75. And if you make it through the whole week, we have the best brunch buffet and bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys in town every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, part restaurant, part museum, all good times in the heart of Gator Nation. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Friday edition of Sports Scene. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch. Talks and sports. Jamie's going to produce <clears throat> our broadcast today. Uh, it is the very first Prognostication Friday show we have today. Uh, it isn't the greatest slate of games, but there are some intriguing ones. We'll get your predictions on. Vanderbilt, Wake Forest, Texas A&M, Miami, Ole Miss, Tulane, Texas, Alabama, UCF, and Boise State. Interesting game. Arizona at Mississippi State. We're also going to ask you, uh, the point spread. What does Florida beat McNeese by? I don't think anybody's going to pick McNeese uh, in this game. Uh, and then Nebraska, Colorado. Yeah. Will Dion win at home? So those are the games we'll pick, and we hope you'll talk a little sports with us. Number to call. Three nine two eight two five five. You may email the show uh, s russell at wruf dot com. Congratulations to Gator soccer, to Gator volleyball. Both teams winning yesterday, and uh, volleyball continues in a tournament. They play Clemson tonight. We'll have it live here. Uh, poor Kadarius Tony. Look, I'm going to say something that, and I don't mean this disparagingly everybody has a bad night but he's not a wide receiver he's a gadget guy and when he's on when he's right man he's electric but got to catch the football got to catch the football uh all right let's get some emails here some that uh were from yesterday did you see, by the way, the SEC men's basketball schedule was released? Um, Florida will open the SEC schedule with Kentucky January 6th. Um, and then UF has here Arkansas, Georgia, Auburn, and Vanderbilt. Midweek, Mississippi State. LSU, Missouri, and a senior night matchup against 
Alabama. This is the first time Florida and Kentucky will be in a conference opener since 1998. Yeah, 1998. Jonesy says, you know that we're both New York fans. Do you think Aaron Rodgers or Daniel Jones will have a better year? Eh, probably, probably Aaron Rodgers. Uh, if he stay, again, all this is predicated on health, Jonesy, but I, I would say Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Charles in Tampa, a lot of overreaction to one away game against a ranked two-time defending Pac-12 champion. The sky is not falling. Gators will be fine, rebound, and win eight games this year. The, per- the comparisons to Colorado after one game is a false dichotomy. The bus may only win three or four games the rest of the year. Let's see in December. Uh, Daryl, hello. Hey, good afternoon, Steve. Before I get into tips, Steve, I don't know if you've commented this week on uh, Mike Brown you know, going off on the NCAA. What do you think about that? I think he's right. I agree. I mean, that's hypocritical. Yep, it is. And, and that's been my beef <clears throat> with the NCAA for years and years and years. And I don't care if it's North it, it isn't North Carolina. It could be any school. That, it's ridiculous. But that's, that's what the NCAA is sometimes. Yep. Okay, Steve, let's start off today with the picks. Then. All right. Vanderbilt, Wake Forest. I'm going to go with Vandy, Steve. Vandy might be 3-0 and or will be 3-0 and if they beat Wake. A&M, Miami. A&M's got too much for Miami. Ole Miss, Tulane. Uh, I'm going with Tulane in this game, Steve. All right. UCF at Boise State. Uh, give me Boise State. Arizona, Mississippi State. Give me the Cowbills, Mississippi State. Nebraska at Colorado. I'm going Nebraska, Steve. I think all the hype ends this week. Texas, Alabama. Oh, it's going to be a close ball game, but i got to have Alabama and Tuscaloosa. And uh, what's the point spread with Florida Saturday or tomorrow? Florida, about 57 points. 57, okay. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. All right, Daryl. Thank you. We have done prognostication Friday for 20-something years. Let's continue it today. Uh, Mike says, I knew it was only a matter of time before, in my opinion, UAA controlled media would chastise fans for complaining, saying it's not good for the program. I'll tell you what's even worse for the program, scoring 11 points, having two players with the same number, numerous unforced penalties, a coach that looks disinterested on the sidelines. The regional and national media have been even harsher than Gator fans with their criticism. Recruits listen to the national criticism of poor coaching and watching the embarrassing product on the field more than Gator message boards. The fans spend their hard-earned money to support their team. They have every right to criticize what this program has sunk to. Mike, I don't know where this is coming from unless you're telling me somebody wrote a column saying that, you know, Gator fans were being, you know, too panicky here. Look, I'm going to say this, and I've said it on the air before. Gator fans are not a very patient lot, and they're not the only fan base that's that way. I, I really do believe there is a hangover here from the good old days that, you know, when it was going great with Steve, going great with Urban, 
that you just thought every year there's going to be a team that rolled out here and won. Well, not the case. BB says, I suggested Dion and Freeze as possibilities before Coach Napier was hired. I think our AD went with who he thought was the safer hire. I hope not. BB, I hope not. You got to go with who the best hire is. Safe doesn't cut it. Best hire. And even when you do it that way, I may think Jamie is the best hire, but if Jamie doesn't work out, guess what? Right? But what does what does a safe hire mean? Right now, many Gator fans need to be, to be throwbacks to the old West and the way they're treating Coach Napier. He says, "Whoa, let him get a fair trial before we hang him." Well, okay. Brandon says, "Appreciate your show regarding the football game Saturday. What are a few things you're looking for specifically to improve?" I can tell you that right now. Okay, Jamie grabbed that call and. You gotta, you gotta stop the unforced errors. You, you, those are the things. And look, you heard Sean Kelly yesterday allude to this. Um, Billy Napier has sent a message at practice this week. The practices this week, I've been told, have been much more difficult, uh, tougher, uh, whatever the word is, uh, to get that point across that. Stop the silly mistakes. You know, stop all of that. That, Brandon, to me, is what has got to stop. Uh, he said, my vote is yes for you to maybe add a small segment to your show for fantasy sports. We talked about that yesterday. He and his friends are pretty heavily into it. Um, all right, we'll talk about it. David is with us next. Hi, David. Hey, Steve. Um, I got, I'll just I'll try to be quick for you and everything. But um, I wanted to bring up, Kind of moving forward with the football program, especially this year, I think, you know, we picked up right where we left off last year, but we picked up right where we left off with a completely different cast on offense, defense, special teams. We don't have a lot of the returning uh, major feature pieces that we had last year. So I think moving forward, as long as we see each game them getting better, then you start to – Gator fans might start to – well, no, I know Gator fans. They're not going to calm down. I'm a Gator fan. I don't want to calm down about it. But I think that if you start to see progress and them getting better game to game, then you start getting a little more buy-in from the fans. What do you think about that? Sure. It's common sense, right? I mean, look, it boils down to winning and losing. You can make all the progress you want, but if you lose in making that progress – that's not progress, but I get your point. And I think it goes back to, you know, what you see in terms of making silly mistakes, you know, that sort of thing. And I hope that's been addressed at practice. It doesn't mean you're not going to make some of them. NFL teams go off sides. NFL teams have false starts. They're pros. But you just, they don't wear the same jersey all of that, those kind of things got to get fixed. Yeah, and I think that one thing that does kind of still keep me optimistic for this season is we played Utah, you know, what happened, what happened, but, and Mertz did not, by all accounts, by people, like, watching the game, as far as the eye test goes, Mertz didn't, like, wasn't a superstar. However, he did throw for over 300 yards. 
Now, he had an interception. There were some questionable throws in there. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say that, but if you can throw for over 300 yards in Power 5 football, you got something there to work with. Agreed. And so I believe if we, if we can get our run game at least somewhat respectable at to the level of last year, it's going to be hard because even though you're returning the running backs, you're not returning Anthony Richardson. But if you have a respectable run game, I think Mertz can still be a dangerous quarterback. And people forget that um, you look a, a few years ago, Ohio State wins the first playoff uh, national championship. And the guy that had a quarterback opened the season with a loss to Virginia Tech and was like, I want to say, 7 of 29. And I saw the stats the other day. did horrible. And then he ended up finishing fourth in Heisman voting that year. So one game does not a season make. Is it the start we wanted to get off to? No, but I say if we go out and hang 50 on McNeese, build some confidence, then I think we really got a shot going into Tennessee. But okay. um, anyway, uh, I'll take uh, take care of uh, man and be safe out there. Steve. Yep, thank you. Uh, John, get right to you. Twelve fourteen. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. Good afternoon, I'm Nick Van Zandt and this is your Gainesville Sports Center. Van Hill Griffin Stadium will be electric tomorrow night as the Florida Gators host the McNeese State Cowboys in their home opener. The Gators try to improve upon last week's 24-11 defeat against the Utah Utes. Coverage for tomorrow's game starts right here at 3.30. Tonight, the undefeated third-ranked Florida Gators volleyball team hosts the Clemson Tigers inside the O-Dome. The Gators have started the season hot, defeating three top-10 teams in their first six games. Coverage for tonight's game starts right here at 6.45. In the world of tennis, Gator great Ben Shelton continues his run for the U.S. Open title today against Novak Djokovic in just a few hours. Shelton is the youngest American man to reach the U.S. Open semifinals since 1992. Their match will begin at 3. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Nick Van Zandt. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Rodever Boys Ranch in Palatka is doing great, great work. You know, charities, by and large, do wonderful work, and this is one of them that helps at-risk young boys from difficult home environments straighten out their lives. They turn troubled lives into futures full of promise because they take your donations of unused or unwanted vehicles, they fix them up, they resell them. They learn real-life skills in the process. This is among the very best charities in Florida you can support. So again, if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of just about any kind, please consider a donation to the Road Heaver Boys Rancher donations are tax deductible. It helps a terrific cause. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. Get the facts and take action before a bad contractor takes advantage of you. Hurricane and storm recovery can be emotionally and financially challenging without having to worry about being scammed by contractors. Find out how to protect yourself from fraud and scams by reviewing AARP Florida's important disaster recovery advice. From vetting contractors to understanding assignment of benefits, we've got you covered. Visit aarp.org slash fldisasterhelp. Retiring this year or in the next few? Then you're facing new challenges and rules other generations didn't. That's why Mike Lester is hosting a live online event, The New Reality in Our Retirement. 
Thursday, September 14th at 10 a.m. Eastern. Reserve your spot for this no-charge online event with Mike at guardingyournesteg.com forward slash live. He'll also be taking your questions. So secure your spot now. Guardingyournesteg.com forward slash live. It's all online. Cutting through the noise of retirement gossip. This is why we make a good team. I'm like, I think I've heard yeah. this one thing, and you're all, that's impossible, Kristen. That's not a fun fact. That's a false fact, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Check out the Guarding Your Nest Egg weekly video podcast on YouTube or catch the audio version on your favorite podcast platform. Search and subscribe. Then listen or watch. Link up easily at guardingyournestegg.com. Advisory services through Talent Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Order license D056341. Are you busy with work, family? and after-school activities? Give your kitchen the night off and let Miapa do the cooking for you. With scrumptious comfort food and a variety of family meals for all sizes and palates, everyone is picking up dinner from Miapa. Stop by the Jonesville location or the Alachua and Gainesville Staples. Order ahead at www.miapalatincafe.com and pick up from any one of their three locations or drive through for your meal at the Jonesville and Gainesville locations. Miapa Latin Cafe, home of the best family meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And don't forget about their award-winning coffee that's always made with with Cuban love and available from sunrise to late night. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call US Med now to learn more. 800 513 1652. 800 513 1652. 800 513 1652. That's 800 513 1652. You love the Gators. We know that. But how well do you know your Gators? The HBC wants you to show us with your Pfizer's vision. Every week, Coach is giving an autograph Pfizer and a $50 gift card away to Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. All you have to do is log on to WRUF.com and guess the total combined points that will be scored in the current week's Gators football game. The closest one to the final tally, without going over, will win an autograph Pfizer and a $50 gift card, courtesy of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. And it's only here on your home for Gators football. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Prognostication Friday. We don't get many of them. Here's one of them, Vandy, Wake Forest, A&M, Miami, Ole Miss, Tulane, Texas, Alabama, UCF, Boise State, Arizona, Mississippi State, Nebraska, Colorado, and point spread you think will happen Saturday uh, when Florida plays McNeese State. Uh, get John to the show. Hi, John. Good afternoon, Steve. Uh, before I get to my picks, um, I know you mentioned a little bit about Ben Sheldon. He's got a monumental task today. He's going up against probably the greatest if you've got one of the top three greatest tennis players of all time. The thing that I think should happen, I think it will happen, I think that Sheldon's got to go out there and he's got to lay the kitchen sink. You know, he can't just, you know, not just saying to go, just go reckless abandon. But the thing that Djokovic does with throws so well, he, he can, like a guy that has a, a great serve, like 
Ben does. He has an ability to just put so much pressure. If he miss, if he misses that first serve, he he is probably the best guy that just can return a serve. So today, I think Ben's got to have a high percentage of first serves to, to even you know I'd say stay close with with Joker. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing that. But I I'm hoping that he, whether he wins wins or loses and gets blasted, I think he needs to use this as a springboard to say hey, it is a great opportunity today for him to to hopefully. Uh, you know, springboard his career. He's in a no-lose situation, I think. He's, right. He's 20 years old. He's already made the semis. Uh, he kind of playing on house money. So he should be loose. Let, let's say that. Right. Uh, let me get in my picks. Vandy Wake. I'm going to say pick uh, Wake Forest. Ole Miss Tulane. Ole Miss. And in Miami. Uh... I, th- I think Miami's going to pull it. I think Cristobal needs a big signature win. I think that would be a good start for him. Texas, Alabama. Uh, Alabama. UCF, Boise State. UCF. Arizona, Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Nebraska, Colorado. Colorado. Uh, point spread for the Gator game. I'm going to say 24, Steve. I think, I mean, I'm not saying the Florida's going to struggle, but I just think that, like, I think uh, Napier is probably going to try to. Uh, try to establish some run, even though he's got to need to use the passing. But I think he gets up. And you know that you know that running clock. I just don't think that uh, teams can, you know, also, I mean, you, you, know, you saw last week, you know, how many games were like in the 70s. So, but I don't think that's uh, Napier's uh, MO. So I'm going to say 24 points. All right. Thank you, John. Appreciate the call. Tony, welcome to sports scene. Hey, Steve. What's up, man? Hey, hey. Steve, did, uh, did uh, you see how the uh, Gator men's basketball Twitter account released the schedule yesterday yeah just, I, men- I mentioned it earlier i didn't see how they did it okay. I mean, are you are you asking oh. how they did it yeah how, how? no no i didn't see it they had pretty much every player just reach into a box and get a mascot of the opposing teams and the whole point that i'm just making is that it's a sign of the times that and i follow this pretty closely steve i cannot identify not one player not one out of probably like 10 or 12 guys I know names and stuff, but as far as putting names to the faces, I cannot identify not one player, Steve, which I guess is an unfortunate sign of the times with the portal and stuff like that. That's all. Yeah, that, that, this is or that is a byproduct of, you know, the roster shakeups. That's just sure. how it is, and that's not going to get better. No, not at all. Hey, Steve, listen, one of the things that I'm looking forward to seeing tomorrow is – how the offense is going to come out because there's a couple schools of thought. One is like Shane, which I kind of agree with. Shane's pretty adamant that they got to open it up. And then there's the other school of thought that says that the Gators got to run it, that they, uh, people have posted stats and stuff of Napier's coaching career in which he doesn't win if he doesn't get these many carries or these many rushing yards in a game. Um, and I think you haven't spoken to Vince yet, but when you talk to Vince about Tennessee, He's going to tell you that the secondary is their weakest unit of the entire team. So I'm fascinated to see tomorrow what Billy's going to practice. Is he going to come out and work on the run game, or is he going to come out, like Shane says, and open it up with maybe three wide receiver, four wide receiver sets? Because I think that's how you beat Tennessee, Steve. Their defensive line is, is probably the strongest unit of their team, especially the run defense. So uh, I'm fascinated to see how that goes, Steve. Yeah, I think there's a 
uh, what's the word I want to use? A um, a split in terms of what you do. You you don't ever dismiss an opponent. I don't care who you're playing. Your job is to go out and win that game. And I've always felt like that. If 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 McNeese is going to play, and I'm being stupid here, if McNeese is going to going to play, you know, uh, eight men in the box, you're not going to run it. You're not, right? But I get the point. So part of it is what you know the other team does, and I think part of it is going to be okay. Can we have a little tune-up or a preview of what we might do the following week? It's a it's a chess match, so to speak, in doing that. That's for sure. Let's do the picks real quick. Okay. Get me out of here. Uh, Nebraska, Colorado. Um, I'm going to take Nebraska. Arizona, Mississippi State. Let's go with SEC. I'll go Bulldogs. UCF, Boise State. That's a long trip for UCF, but Boise didn't look good last week, though, but I'll go with UCF. Texas, Alabama. I'm going to go with the uh, Alabama upset, cause, only because it's in Tuscaloosa. If it was in Texas like it was last year, I think it's a slam dunk. But I think Texas still beats Alabama. I'm not sold on that QB. Ole Miss, Tulane. I'm going to stick with Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. A&M, Miami. I'm going to go A&M. Not a believer in Crystal Bowl either, Steve. Vandy and Wake. I'm going to stick with Vandy. They've had a couple games under the belt already. I think the Commodores take it. And uh, what's the point spread in, in for Florida? Anything under the 40 points, I'll be a little concerned. So hopefully they win by 40 points or more. So I'll stick to that 40, Steve. Okay. Take it from there. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate it. By the way, on a different note, see, Hurston Waldrop promoted to double A, much like Wyatt Langford. I mean, those guys are rapidly ascending uh, in the minor leagues. William says, uh, I disagree with you on Tony as it relates to playing wide receiver. He didn't have almost 1,000 yards receiving here in a shortened season by just some fluke. Did he have a terrible night yesterday? Absolutely. He can be a starting wide receiver in the NFL if he can stay healthy. That's my main concern if I were a Chiefs fan. Guy's hurt all the time. Yeah, he is. He's kind of dinged up all the time. Um, Look, he did have those yards. I'm not saying, but when you're not, you, you almost have to create things for him. He's not a polished route runner but that's the job of a coordinator, too. You have to take what the skill set is of the player and make that work. And I think Kansas City, for the most part, has done a pretty good job with him. Uh, Paul says, how about my Lions last night? Uh, great to have prognostication Friday back. He's got Vandy, A&M, Ole Miss, tough one to pick, he says. Bama, boy, nobody's picking Texas. Uh, UCF, uh, ASU, Nebraska, and the point spread is 35 for Florida. 1228 time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. More of your picks at prognostication Friday later on in the show. Megan Borowski from the UF Weather Center is going to give you the game day for game night forecast. ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF. Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM 850 AM. W-R-U-F.
having pain like that and not knowing how you caused it and for how long it's lasting, it's debilitating. QC Kinetics patient Diane Richardson hated not being able to live her life to the fullest due to joint pain. But then she called QC Kinetics, where regenerative treatments helped her pain go away. The result was phenomenal. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in using natural biologics to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. This was a great alternative for me as opposed to going in and possibly having surgery or something else. There was no downtime, and that's what I love. My life is too busy for me to be sidelined. If you're tired of constant pain from arthritis or injury, don't think the old treatments are the only treatments. Discover regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. Just to feel good and know that I'm out of pain is the best thing ever. I'm able to do everything that I want to do. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Change happens fast, and when it does, your small business needs to be ready. With Capitus as a trusted financing partner, you can be ready for anything that comes your way, be it a sudden bump in customer demand, the need for quick cash to fund unexpected opportunities, or keeping the lights on when there's a sudden downturn in the economy. A simple five-minute online application with Capitus could put the funds you need in your hands in as little as 24 hours. Go to Capitus.com to explore your financing options. That's K-A-P-I-T-U-S dot com. Do you wish you could take half the week off by Wednesday? At Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, you can do just that. Every Tuesday is Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy a handcrafted martini for 50% off. Wednesdays, get half off any bottle of wine up to $75. And if you make it through the whole week, we have the best brunch buffet and bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys in town every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, part restaurant, part museum, all good times in the heart of Gator Nation. Mom, can I have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead? Me, me. Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. We dealt with a few showers before dawn, but into the start of the afternoon, skies partly to mostly cloudy with highs near 90, heat indices closer to 100. As we approach the dinnertime hour, sea breeze showers should make a comeback. They'll generally move from east to west across our area. Locally, heavy rainfall possible along the I-75 corridor. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. 
Sunday. 
Steve, you know that used to be a big rivalry. I think you also know when you have an emotional high, it's hard to get up that next week. Uh, I'm going to take Big Red. You might call him Little Red, but I'm going to take Big Red. Arizona, Mississippi State. Mississippi State. UCF, Boise State. I'm going to go with the orange and blue. Texas, Alabama. Alabama. Ole Miss, Tulane. Ole Miss. A&M, Miami. A&M. Vandy, Wake. It'd be a long time since Vandy's been 3-0 and in a while, so I'm going to go Vandy 3-0. and And uh, what's the point spread for Florida in the game? Steve, I'm going to answer your question, then i got a question for you. It's 35 is what I see the spread going to be. But in my estimation, we looked at last year and how it started, and we were already in the college football championship game. This year, it's been a tough game. I, I personally think we're, we're being too critical for ourselves. we got a lot of work to do and a lot of time to make the adjustments and still have a successful year. What are your thoughts on that? Of course. Yes. But I mean, what, what, we're going to win three games. It's like, I, I don't see that, Steve. But what is lost here? And it's become Sorry. more acute in the past few years. The patience level of Gator fans, in my opinion, has reached an all-time low. They're tired of this. They're tired of seeing coaches that get hired that don't do the job for whatever the reason, that have not gotten Florida back to the glory days. It's been 15 years since Florida's won even an SEC championship. So I think the patience level is at an all-time low. And a lot of times you base what you, what you think on the last thing you saw. Right. Right. Colorado's going to go 12 and 0. Cuz they cuz they cuz they beat, you know, they, they they won their first game. So I mean, I'm sure their fans with a home game coming up are thinking, "Wow, this could be a great year for us." Well, who knows? So I think that that that's part of the issue here. So obviously, if you get better, if you clean up some of the mistakes, you know, there's games you can certainly win on the schedule. Absolutely. Sure we got to keep focus on, on the long run. And the long run is we got a top five recruiting class coming here next year, and, and that's a big step to build on. And if you let the coach go this year, then you're going to throw that away, and your rebuild's going to be a lot longer than it would be otherwise. But anyway, Steve, appreciate you. Appreciate the show, and go Gators, sir. Thank you, Hammer. Uh, Jack sent me an email. Uh, yes, I did see this. I saw it this morning, though. The, the Marlins got hammered by the Dodgers last night. And did you see where the Marlins ball boy – Thought it was a foul ball. I think Freddie Freeman hit it. It was a fair ball. And he picked it up. Never seen that. Uh, yeah, I, I did see that, though, Jack. Pretty weird. Uh, James, hello. Hey, Steve. Happy first full football Friday of the fall. Yeah, That's that a it is. of alliteration right there. That it is. <laughs> hey, um, you know, We've had a lot of talk about the coaches that we've had here over the last 10, 15 years. We didn't talk too much about the coaches that we missed out on. And I'm specifically talking about Chip Kelly. What's your take on him? In what sense? In the sense that he is 28 and 29 in his tenure at UCLA. And is he on the hot seat? Is he, could he just coach under the radar? Um, if he was in the SEC, 
would he still have a job? Uh, yeah, it depends. Where? Right? <laughs> it depends what school, honestly. Right. And what their pedigree is. Okay? I mean, people forget that way back in the day, UCLA and USC used to be a hell of a rivalry. Mm-hmm. And there were some good players that played at those schools. Um, I'm old enough to remember some of that. I mean, they had back-to-back Heisman winners. Uh, the quarterback, Gary Beban, won it right after Spurrier did. And then one, and some dude named OJ won it the next year. So, you know, they've had some, you know, really, really good seasons of football. But, you know, they did, when, when Kelly got the job there, uh, obviously they weren't very good. And because of what he had done, you know, previously, I think some of the fan base thought that he would turn things around pretty quickly. Well, it last year was the turnaround year for him. And now we'll see, you know, what happens from here. Yeah, and it's, you know, he was a sexy pick. I mean, they have the resources there. They're now going into the Big Ten. I just think that's uh, kind of an interesting uh, – be interesting where how long he is there and then what success he has to have to continue. Uh, my, my next point that I wanted to bring up was, uh, you know, looking at the slate of what I'll be watching this weekend. Um, I, I obviously, Colorado-Nebraska is going to be, uh, you know, a, a, a game of interest for a lot of people. Uh, because of of Coach Prime, but uh, for Gator fans, uh, just to let you know that uh, um, Arizona State is on uh, at 10:30. Uh, if you want to watch Rashada, um, so there's some good viewing from starting at uh, you know noon through uh, you know even uh, West Coast at night. I guess they call it right or West Coast after dark. Um, so some good games on Saturday across the board. And uh, looking forward to both uh, college and NFL football. And uh, thanks, for the good, thanks for the good show. Today. Appreciate Steve. you, James. Thank you for your call. Yeah, I mean, last year, you say, like, I looked at them, were 9-4 and four and 6-3 and three in the Pac-12. They lost, I think, their bowl game, too. Um, so if you're a UCLA fan, I think you, you do this in two ways. Was last year a fluke, or can he – maintain that sort of level because once again his overall record there is not very good so depending on the glasses you're looking through right well chip kelly isn't the answer because his overall record is this or you know he was nine and four last year if he goes nine and four this year is that going to be you know acceptable it it that's what makes sports great and frankly that's what makes fandom great you know, it's in the eye of the beholder here. It really is. Uh, Mark says, uh, Deion Sanders revealed what he told Trey Sanders during an injury timeout. I walked over to him because he was a kid that wanted to come here. The reason I didn't take him was because he sustained some significant injuries. But I still had love for the kid because he wanted to play for us. I went out there and I said, son, now you know if you don't get up, they ain't got a chance. So I want you to get your butt up and get back in the game and be dominant like you've been. That's what I told him. I wanted the kid to be dominant. His last name Sanders, first of all, and he was the number two on offense. That's what the conversation was. And he says, what are your thoughts? He thinks he's the same selfish guy that he was 30 years ago at FSU. Why is that selfish? I don't know how that's selfish, Mark. 
if it motivated him, great. I mean, that, that, there's different ways to motivate, certainly, but I don't see anything egregious there. Um, maybe somebody else does. Uh, Troy says uh, Nebraska, Mississippi State, UCF, Texas, t- Texas, Tulane, A&M, Vandy, and he said Gators by 38. 12.45, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Prognostication Friday calls up. Give us some picks on these games and uh, talk other sports as well. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Nick Van Zandt, and this is your Gainesville Sports Center. The semifinals of the U.S. Open is today, and one Gator is rising to the occasion. Gator great Ben Schoen continues his run this afternoon against Novak Djokovic. Schoen is the youngest American man to reach the U.S. Open semifinals since 1992. Their match will begin at 3. The Florida Gators football team will play in their first home game of the season tomorrow night against the Mid-East State Cowboys. The Gators try to gain momentum after their lopsided defeat against the Utah Utes last week. Coverage for tomorrow's game starts right here at 3.30. Tonight, the third-ranked Florida Gators volleyball team hosts the Clemson Tigers inside the O-Dome. The Gators have started the season undefeated and have conquered three top ten teams in their last six games. Coverage for tonight's game starts right here at 6.45. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Nick Van Zandt. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. When Daphne and I got married, and I've had so many problems with my teeth over the years, she just guided me right in here, and and, uh, they are truly wonderful. There was absolutely no one else to go to but Exceptional Dentistry for him. No one else. Since I had had my teeth worked on in so many different places in the world and so many things done, I had about two-thirds of my teeth were bad. Plus, I had a couple plates, so he removed all my teeth and put in implants. So, brand new again. This is, this is more like having my teeth back again. It, life is pretty normal. They're the best. That's it. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. International Diamond Center's biggest ever designer bridal event featuring the entire collections from the nation's top two designers 
is this weekend. Takori and Baraggio are together on the IDC stage Friday through Sunday. See hundreds of new spectacular rings and get 36 months zero interest financing. See the entire collection from Takori. Exquisite handcrafted rings from true artisans in California. And here from New York, see all the latest from Baraggio. Unique, distinctive, and personalized. Find the ring of your dreams and enjoy three years zero interest financing. Plus, at this event, when you buy any Takori or Baraggio ring, IDC will give you a $500 gift card. Buy the matching wedding band and get a $1,000 gift card. Don't miss this remarkable opportunity to see and compare the world's top two ring designers side by side. And let IDC's experts help you match up the most perfect diamond for the ring you fall in love with. Don't miss this unprecedented event. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, exclusively at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. Hey, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. It's Key Lime Shake Season. Try one right now. And try the Herb Chicken Burger, the house-made veggie burger, and my favorite, a Florida-raised beef original Big Dick with hot fries. Open seven days a week. Worthwhile, wholesome fast food. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Prognostication Friday here, and Todd, in his email here, uh, says we don't have to have five-star players. It's about the player's skill, the supporting players around him, and the system the player's in. Let's hope we can get the magic formula together. Prime example, Bo Nix at Auburn and at Oregon. Uh, with all the week one miscues, why did Florida want to open against above-average opponents when we historically use week one to play the McNeese States, Kent States, to get the kinks out and sort of warm up for the season SEC schedule. And he says uh, it should be a 38-point spread. I'm going to ask that question today, too. What would you rather have in week one? And the other thing I'm getting a little bit tired of, I really am getting a little bit tired of this, is when I hear people use words like embarrassing uh, brutal. Look, if you want to tell me that when you watched Florida play last Thursday night, was it embarrassing to have two number threes on the field? Was it brutal uh, to have uh, you know some other things happen in the game, uh, catching a punt inside the five-yard line? Yes, yes. But they lost the game by 13 points. It, it, it wasn't good in how they did it. It wasn't a good look. But by God, they didn't get beat 40-7. to seven. They got beat by 13 points. And I'm not defending Florida here. I would say the same thing if it was two other teams. But I think 
There's this perception out there that Florida just got waxed in this game. And yes, I'll flip the coin. Could it have been worse because Utah had eight people out? Yes, it could have been worse. I'm not saying it could have, couldn't have been. But the players that played, 13-point game. Now, you're going to tell me, did I really think Florida had a chance to win the game after it was? No, I didn't because of the way they were, they were doing things on offense. Beauty's in the eye of a holder, isn't it? Jake, hello. Hey, I was going to go ahead and get my picks in. All right. Texas, Alabama. Alabama. UCF, Boise State. UCF. Arizona, Miss, uh, Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Nebraska, Colorado. Colorado. Vandy and Wake. Vandy. A&M, Miami. A&M. Ole Miss, Tulane. Ole Miss. Uh, point spread for the Gators in the game. 31. Okay. That, that does it. That would be the winning picks. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Jake. Uh, hey, D, welcome. Hey, what's up, Steve? Um, before I get to the Gators, um, yeah, I, I'm going Colorado all the way, man. I'm on the uh, I'm on the bandwagon for sure. Do um, you have any media credentials they're giving out for that game, Steve? Uh, two or three. <laughs> <laughs> Times about six. There's six hundred yeah. fifty media credentials they're giving out. Yeah. I mean, this is this is crazy, man. So, um, yeah, I, like I say, I'm I'm definitely headed going to uh, for Colorado for sure. Uh, on, on to the Gator, Steve. Uh, what the spread should be about forty. Okay. Uh, I don't see Napier really being the guy to, you know, run up the score like a Spurrier would. I think he's going to get a lead, you know, uh, put the backups in, and probably sit on the ball a little bit. So around forty. And uh, what I like to see, Steve, is what you said. Uh, just clean things up, man. Uh, I need to see a clean game. Uh, the self-inflicted wounds have got to stop. The uh, procedural penalties. Uh, offensive line has got to protect Mertz, and you know I'm going to pound the drum until I until I see improvement. I need special teams improvement, Steve. Uh, no more fielding punts inside the five yard line. Uh, let it go because that's you know 20 yards worth of field position, and all the, all the all those hidden yards count. And not probably not in a game like this, but games down the road. So, uh, like I said, just looking for a clean, crisp performance tomorrow. D, I, I'm going to say something here. Uh, and I've said it before, but you brought it up. And I don't know why more teams, more programs, don't put more emphasis on special teams. I, I mean, I, I've seen it with my own eyes here when Urban was here. How many times did you see a block kick or a block punt or a, re- a long return? I mean, those are game. You know, special teams is one third of the game, right? And yet, I don't see a lot of programs, including Florida, that seems at least to put a great deal of emphasis on that. And I understand the rules are different now than they were, you know, back in Urban's time. I get that, but you can still go block a punt. Nothing's changed there, right? You can you can try to study tape. Hey, where's a spot here? I can go get the kicker. So that's one way you can, I don't want to say cheap, it's never cheap, but you can get cheap points that way. You, you can turn a momentum of a game around that way. And I just don't see well, that. I don't understand it. Well, Steve, you saw it last night in the game with the Lions and yes. the uh, Chiefs. Yes. Uh, this, this guy, he gives a fake punt on the 17-yard line, and they go 
right down and score. So, you know, that, that special teams play led to a touchdown. So, like I said, man, there's ways you can, you know, steal a possession and, you know, get momentum back on your side with your special teams. Yeah, South Carolina is probably the team oh, in, they our, are the best. in our league. That do, yeah, I'm right with you. Yep. Have a good weekend, Steve. Yep, you too, D. Thank you. Mark says, Spurrier said it was kind of embarrassing on Feinbaum. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. D- there were parts of that game that were kind of embarrassing. Yes. But once again, you got beat by 13. And I think the perception is Florida got blasted by 40. But look, next week, we will see. Next week, we will see where the improvement is, where this team really is. Peyton says, Colorado, Texas, Boise State, Mississippi State, Vandy, Miami, Tulane. He says McNeese by three. Uh, I hope not. Uh, Daryl says he for week one, he wants good competition. So I guess it's a, a better game. Yeah, I, what's wrong with start if you play a top team in week one, isn't the stake the same for the other team as you? Right? And and for Utah, it was even worse because they were going to play a team that wasn't ranked. But it was certainly better than, you know, playing the generic cupcake. So I get that. Um, but I, I, I want to see good football. No disrespect to McNeese. And every once in a while, you know, go back in Gator history, I remember uh, there was a homecoming game here. I think it was Utah. They had a little quarterback, Randy, something or other. You know, sometimes you can get games like that. But generally speaking, I want to see good competition. Greg will lead off our second hour on the Clear Sound Audiology phone line. It is Prognostication Friday. Call us up, give us your predictions, and talk some sports. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm not exaggerating when I say this. QC Kinetics can change your life. You can live again without that chronic joint pain and without drugs or surgery. Hi, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is advanced regenerative medicine. They take your body's own concentrated healing properties and put them right into your joint to restore and repair that damaged tissue that's causing all that horrible pain. The patient satisfaction reports are astonishing. Finally, a real alternative to the old ways of dealing with pain. And unlike surgery, no downtime with QC treatments. If you have constant pain in your knees, hip, shoulder, or back, you need to call and get a free consultation from the medical professionals at QC Kinetics today. Imagine this fall, moving around pain-free, doing the things you love again like walking, hiking, and playing with grandkids. Call QC Kinetics and see how the latest advances in precision regenerative medicine can attack your pain and bring you lasting relief. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. 
The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Home stretch of our Friday Sports Scene. It is a prognostication Friday day. The games I want you to look at, it's not a great week, but there's some interesting games. Vandy Wake Forest, A&M Miami, Ole Miss Tulane, Texas, Alabama, UCF, Boise State, Arizona, Mississippi State, Nebraska, Colorado, and the uh, point spread for the Gator game tomorrow. Jamie's our producer. And uh, at the bottom of the hour from the UF Weather Center, Megan Borowski is going to be here to give you the game day forecast. 392-8255, email srussell at wruf.com. Greg, you're up. How are you? Hey, Steve, I'm doing great. I hope you guys are, too. Yeah, I just want to chime in and say your special teams comment where uh, the special teams are one-third of the game of football is just spot on. And I give you an example, as you always do for us. You take away that blocked uh, field goal attempt with Coach Furrier's uh, Gamecocks in the stadium. They even mentioned it in that uh, that awesome uh, Netflix bio or on the 06-08 championship teams. And you take away that blocked field goal, and the Gators aren't playing for a national championship that year. And uh, that was special teams. So well said on your offense, uh, on the special teams point. I have an offensive philosophy question for you, Steve. Sure. As just somebody who ran sprints and did all the hard things, never thought about coaching, you did. So it, with that in mind, the spread has become so ingrained in these kids today, Steve. Why not just go back at least on a certain like goal line stand, you know, like on offense, you're inside the 20 red zone, I should say, and have a fullback and a halfback like it used to be back in the day when I played and just pound it in rather than have a quarterback in the shotgun starting off six yards back and trying to run it in. Just your ideas on that philosophy that they've abandoned the fullback, a halfback, and all this not fair in their day. Okay, Greg, thank you. Um, boy, that would take a whole show, Greg. And, and, and I'm not avoiding it. I just think there are trends in sports that, you know, some things go away. I'll, I'll refer back to the NFL. Why is the running back position devalued? Because you can get most people to do it, right? And I think when you have, in today's world, 
you know, if, if you're going to sit there and pound it, to your point, right, with a fullback, Urban used a fullback in his offense. You know, with that offense, think about that. He had a fullback sometimes. So there's a place for it, but I think it's just become vogue to spread the field, you know, like Josh Heupel does, sideline to sideline, spread you out and get running lanes with, you know, fast dudes. It's it's cyclical. In 10 years, we might see, you know, the I formation and, you know, running out of that. Who knows? Could be. BB says, one of the best U.S. Opens in a while, Ben's on the court at three, uh, watching the Lions and the Chiefs and the pass that bounced off the receiver's hands and into the defenders and gave Mahomes an interception stat. And the Lions six points made me think there needs to be a different stat for interceptions like that. Um, mm, I get the point, um, but I don't think that's going to happen. He picks Mississippi State, Alabama, Colorado, A&M. Uh, he says ugly, he doesn't say a winner. Ole Miss close over Tulane, and a Mississippi or MTSU upsets Missouri, he says. Uh, Gators should win easily. My big question, how clean they play if the duplicate uh, jersey number rule creates more confusion. If that does, if that happens again, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be sick Monday. I'm going to have a cold Monday. Uh, and he's a Saints guy. Uh, Kamara suspended. Miller's questionable. The O-line is a question, but he picks the Saints 27-21 over the Titans, and he picks the Jets over the Bills Monday. Defense sets the tone. Uh, show me. I hope you're right, my, my heart, but until they, they got to they go, they prove it. Are, are the Jets better? Yes, on paper they are certainly better, but they still have to prove uh, they can get this done. All right, still waiting on you here. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. By the way, um, the rest, I, I picked a lot of uh, SEC games to pick. Wake Forest, by the way, is undefeated too. They're 1-0. Georgia is hosting Ball State. Kentucky is hosting 0-1 Eastern Kentucky. Uh, both Miami and A&M are 1-0. Arkansas is hosting an 0-1 Kent team. Tennessee is hosting an 0-1 Austin P team. And uh, LSU is hosting an 0-1 Grambling. South Carolina is hosting a 1-0 Furman team. And both Auburn and Cal, it's the first meeting ever between those two schools, both teams coming off wins. Let's bring uh, Jay to the show. Hi, Jay. Hey, how's it going, Steve? Good. So, uh, I'm going to email you my picks. I'm going. Let me. I just want to say one thing, man. There's a difference between Gator Nation and those, and there's a difference between people that I call them McDonald Gator fans. And let me tell you why I call them McDonald Gator fans. They, if if they're hungry, Gator Nation, we're we're hungry for wins. Yeah, we're hungry. We we haven't won in a while, but. We don't want to. We don't want to eat something quick and get full. We don't want to get something quick and full. For example, last year with uh, Brian Kelly, everyone was, "Oh, I wish Billy Napier could do what Brian Kelly did." But now this year, everyone's flipping on Brian Kelly. Let's get a real home cooked meal. Let Billy go ahead, get his guys in here, and then so we can get something and sustain it. Yes, that Dan Mullen 
came in here, and yeah, he brought us some happy, some good times. But you see that it didn't sustain. It didn't stay. So that's what I want to say to Gator Nation. We just have to get – our goal is not to just get some wins in, have a 10-win season, and next year go 7-6. and six. Let's, Let Billy get his guys in, sustain it, and let's let him do a home-cooked meal instead of eating that McDonald's. And go Gator. <laughs> okay, Jay. Thank you. I get the analogy. I, I see what he's trying to say. Um, you know, let's use Brian Kelly as an example. And I have used this, I think, just this week. Look at the hires LSU made in football, women's basketball, and baseball. Two national championships, and Kelly, I think, turned LSU around more quickly than most people had thought. Now, I wonder what the reaction was in Baton Rouge after losing to Florida State. I hope it wasn't, oh, Brian Kelly wasn't the right hire, because it's one game. Andrew, hello. Well, I'd like to make the pick. All right. Uh, Texas A&M, Miami. Texas A&M. Ole Miss, Tulane. Ole Miss. Texas, Alabama. Alabama. UCF, Boise. UCF. Arizona, Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Nebraska, Colorado. Nebraska. Vandy, Wake Forest. Uh, Wake Forest. And the spread of the Gator game. Uh, 20. Just 20? Okay. All right. Yeah. Not trying to run the score up or anything. Okay. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate your call, and thank you for picking here on Prognostication Friday. I'm going to go back to the previous caller that said he, what he's preaching is a word called patience, and that's a word in our society that <laughs> there's not a lot of it most of the time, right? Because when I think the other thing is when Gator fans, some Gator fans, see the success that, you know, Ole Miss is having. They see the success that Georgia is having. I mean, Alabama was a given with Nick Saban. Okay. And I'm telling you, you can prove me wrong, but I think the hire at Auburn is going to be a slam dunk hire for them. They're going to be a program that I would not want to play in two or three. Again, if they give him time to build that thing. I think Hugh Freeze is already starting to do great things on the recruiting trail. His offensive system, we know when he gets his people in there, I would not want to play them. Back to our Clear Sound Audiology phone line. Brian is up. Hi, Brian. Hey, Steve. Um, I, I, I know you, no one likes to look ahead to a, a, a game, um, and I'm not looking ahead to the game. But, you know, my, my, I, I think, you know, you think Billy's thought process is this. Let's, let's air it out. Let's show Tennessee that we can pass the ball. So, that, you know, that old analogy is you set up the run with the pass, you know. And um, I just want to say fins up, you know. Fins up, Good okay. Offense. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how all all three Florida teams you, you on the road it, this weekend. You, you you said it, Steve. Fins up. Yep. All right. Thank you, Brian. Um, yeah, all three Florida teams on the road. We had the Bucks coming up here Sunday. Uh, look, 
I've always felt like this. Your job is to go out and win the next game on the schedule however you think you should win it. Do, do I think Florida's going to go out there and throw the ball 50 times because they want to show Tennessee they can throw the ball? I, I don't think it works that way. I do think, however, you know, there are some things Florida would like to work on in terms of, you know, whatever they think they're deficient in and get the kinks out that way. But are they going to just zing it 50 times to show Tennessee they can throw the football? I don't think so. Uh, Porter, hello. I, I, I agree with your sentiment. I kind of could uh, take it in a slightly different direction. I think with uh, the, the, the make of the opponent we have leading in, we might want to want to go even vanilla. We want to be, you know, execute. We want to be smooth and in sync and, and, you know, as error free as we can be. But uh, I, I wouldn't think you'd want to show, uh, show too much unless we wanted to show so many different things to try and give them a, so many things to work on that, you know, they, 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 you know, wouldn't have an idea of what we're actually going to do. But I don't know. I, I can see both, both sides on that. Yeah, well, I think um, when you play a team, Porter, like Utah, you know, you don't have, because mm-hmm. people have talked about this, you don't really have the luxury of laying back. You know, you're going to, you've got you got to run the plays that you think are going to win that game. You know, if it's on tape, so what? Um, you don't have that. Now, today or tomorrow, you had that luxury. But they do have some things on tape already from playing Utah. But that used to be – that's kind of the old-school way of thinking, Porter, where we play a team like this and, you know, we can beat them with a very vanilla offense. We're not going to show anything and then come out the next week and show things they haven't seen on tape. I get you. Yeah, and the nature of the Utah game, it was kind of almost a, a more, to use the expression, close to the vest just as the way it unfolded. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I can see both sides. Whatever, as long as we execute, and like uh, John McKay say, I'm all in favor of it. Um, uh, the, the, as far as the the, the uh, thing at uh, Colorado and how they're going to perform, I, I I don't think it was a fluke. I I, uh, I think they've got a, a really good chance to, to beat Nebraska at home and so forth. And I'm going to credit you know, late great Gator Dave. He came up with back in the, the those those gambling shows. They always has their. This is our such and such game of the year. Well, we came up with the he came up with the the um, misinformation game of the year. And the trick is trying to find out what it is in advance. But so there's an upset early in the year, and everybody said, man, this team is really good, when normally after the fact you find out several weeks later, no, the other team wasn't very good. So I'm going to take a stab at that and say, I think I think Rutgers is actually pretty good. And I think people are saying, man, Northwestern's really down. Uh, I, I think Rutgers might end up being better than people think. So All right. Utah, UTEP favored at Northwestern. Take the points. Take Northwestern to win. All right. Porter, okay. Thank you. Yep. 115 time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Nick Van Zandt and this is your Gainesville Sports Center. Tonight, the third-ranked Florida Gators volleyball team hosts the Clemson Tigers inside the O-Dome. The Gators have started the season undefeated and look to continue their dominance against the Tigers. Coverage for tonight's game starts right here at 645. Week 2 of the college football season continues tomorrow as the Florida Gators have their home opener against the Denise State Cowboys. The Gators try to bounce back from last week's 24-11 defeat against the Utah Utes. Coverage for tomorrow's game starts right here at 3.30. In the world of tennis, Gator Great Ben Shellen continues his run for the U.S. Open title today against Novak Djokovic in just a couple of hours. Shellen is the youngest American man to reach the U.S. Open semifinals since 1992. The match will begin at 3. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Nick Van Zandt. 
ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Raise a glass to good times at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Every Tuesday, we raise martini glasses for our Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy 50% off select handcrafted martinis. On Wine Wednesday, we toast with 50% off on bottles of wine up to $75. And, of course, don't forget to celebrate the weekend with an incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch buffet with bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys at the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Hurricane Storm Center is there for you. For the latest information regarding severe tropical weather, listen live, online, or on the WRUF radio app. For a complete rundown of hurricane emergency services and pre-storm preparedness, check out the WRUF Storm Center at WRUF.com. A courtesy of Caribbean Electric, Conrad Tree Service, and Radiant Credit Union. football season is here and there's lots of great plays being made hey it's steve russell let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile i take it to dave mays automotive why because i trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect integrity and honesty if you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores make a great play and head to dave mays automotive located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Here's the kickoff. And this game is underway. Can't make it to the game? This season, make sure you get the best at-home experience with video and audio from Electronics World. EW features big-screen HD TVs and projectors from Sony and Super Sound from Yamaha, Sony, and Marantz with speakers from Bowers and Wilkins, Geff, and Martin Logan. See and hear for yourself. Visit Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
This is Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on the ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. UF forecaster Megan Borowski will be here shortly to give you the game day slash game night forecast. Tony says, anybody who'd rather open with Idaho A&M than somebody like Utah is a sissy. I'd rather find out our flaws against a tough team instead of Tennessee any day. Go Ben. Golf team gets acknowledged tomorrow. That'll be great. Swinging Gator should be at midfield. He picks A&M, Ole Miss, Bama, Boise, Arizona, Colorado, Wake, and 77, the point spread. Yikes. Rick says Alabama, Wake Forest, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, UCF, Mississippi State, Colorado over Nebraska comfortably, and then uh, Florida 28, McNeese 7. Let's get to our clear sound audiology phone line. Dave, hello. Hi, Steve. Happy Friday. Same to you. Couple of uh, first, a question: Is there a stat out there uh, that shows various teams when they get the snap off? Uh, in other words, how much time's left on the play clock? Have you seen that? In other words, when they snap the ball? Yeah, yeah. And how much time's left? It's like my my concern is this. Let me just restate. It. I don't know that there is. There probably is. There's a snap for everything. I don't know if everybody's accumulated. I think we get the, the snap last year and this year. We get the snap very late in the count. And uh, I think it becomes a little predictable where a defensive line can begin to time that. And I'd like to see us get a little more urgency in getting that snap count. I'd love to see some with more than 20 seconds left on the, on the play clock. Um, anyway. Um, That's very hard uh, to as do. Far as what I'd like, That's very yeah, hard to do. I know it do. is. I know it is, but what a great game to try and do some of that. And there's an opportunity for doing some things that would maybe show some more urgency toward us playing. What I'd like to see tomorrow, though, is I'd really like to see some precision and execution. Uh, nothing. I'd love to see nothing uh, but vanilla, very, very basic, showing nothing new, not one new play that we didn't run against Utah, just better execution of all of them, and then a huge amount of roster inclusion. Uh, I think that's very viable for tomorrow. Can't wait to be down there. It's going to be a fun evening. It's a long drive to get home for a late game, but that's okay. I'm looking forward to it. Um, are you doing pickums? Yes. Can you run through them with me? Sure. Uh, Vanderbilt, Wake Forest. I'm going to go with Vandy. Ole Miss, Tulane. Ole Miss. A&M, Miami. A&M. Texas, Alabama. Alabama. UCF, Boise State. It's at Boise? Yep. Um, Boise. Arizona, Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Nebraska, Colorado. Colorado. And spread for the Gator game. Um, 52. Okay. All right. Dave, thank you. Thank you for your call. Safe journey here. Andrew, welcome to Sports Scene. Yes, Steve. Good afternoon. Hello there. I was, uh, yes, sir. I was looking through, uh, I just got caught up a little bit, and I noticed where there was a a certain author and a certain periodical that said that the problem over there with Dabo Sweeney 
losing that game the other night was that he's he has a, an open aversion to the NIL and to the portal. In other words, they don't use it over there. And if they're not developing their players at a high level or the recruiting has taken a dip, as people have said, is this not a prime example of what happens at a major Power Five when the new changes are not embraced? No. I adamantly say no. And here's why. Mm -hmm. How many games has Clemson played? Just one. Okay. And in that game, right, I mean, look, Mm -hmm. this is is what has changed, I think, in terms of how media approaches games, how fans approach games, and their outcome, right? And Mm -hmm. sometimes in a game, it's a play here or a play there that changes the entire outcome. So they're down at the one-yard line. They're down at the two-yard line, and they lose the football. Is that because they don't recruit anybody in the portal? They, they didn't got, execute, Steve. Well, right, but does uh, by not executing, does it mean that it's because they didn't go in the portal? No. No. does not mean that. No. Now, long-term, I get it, right? Mm-hmm. W- will this affect Clemson? long term because right now to be fair their trajectory is pointing down i don't think anybody thinks now that clemson is where it was you know three four seasons ago which was pretty darn close to the top of the heap in college football so will will it have a longer term effect that remains to be seen but i don't blame not going in the portal you know because if if my opinion, if those yeah. things don't happen, they beat Duke. And maybe we wouldn't be yeah. having this conversation, but we are. There was a three-touchdown difference, though, Steve. Under, Wasn't it 28-7? I understand. But my point yeah. is, if you score two okay. touchdowns from the one-yard line and the two-yard line, it ain't a 21-point difference. No, no, you're right. You're right on that, Steve. Hey, can I do the picks real quick? Sure. Nebraska-Colorado. I'm going with Nebraska. Arizona, Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Texas, Alabama. I'm going with upset for Texas. UCF, Boise State. UCF. Ole Miss, Tulane. Ole Miss. A&M, Miami. I'm going to go with A&M. Vandy and Wake. Vandy. And uh, spread for the Gator game. I'm looking at maybe 17-point spread, sir. 17, okay. All right. Thank you for your call, All Andrew. Right, appreciate it. Yep, thank you. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. And uh, our first prognostication Friday uh, of the year, Todd says, I believe Gator fans have patience. We know it's great to win, but realists know we can't always win at all. From a fan perspective, it's fair. is it fair to say we want a team that will compete? We used to lose sometimes to Bama, Georgia, Tennessee, LSU. Now we're losing to Vandy, Kentucky, UCF, and Utah. In my opinion, we shouldn't be losing to these schools. That's what fans don't want to see. I think that's part of it. I agree. Are we improperly identifying talent, or are we not developing players properly? Probably a combination of both. Picks. 
Nebraska, Mississippi State, Boise State, Alabama, uh, Ole Miss, A&M, Vandy, and Florida, 40-7. to Todd says needs to be more than a 28-point margin. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery. Final half hour of the show, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. With the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We all need somebody to lean on, somebody to trust and support us. At Radiant Credit Union, we believe in being that support for our members and our community. We're not just a credit union. We're here for our members in the North Central Florida area, and we want to help make your financial dreams a reality. When you open a free checking account with us, you can forget about monthly fees. You can even earn up to $300 just for joining. Visit RadiantCU.org community and let us support you on your financial journey. Federally insured by NCUA. Conditions apply. See website for details. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-981-4455. That's 800-981-4455. 800-981-4455. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for the needle in the haystack four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day ZipRecruiter the smartest way to hire and right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free that's right free just go to this exclusive web address ZipRecruiter.com slash free that's ZipRecruiter.com slash free ZipRecruiter.com slash free at the Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, there's always excitement around football, family, and the first hint of the fall season. Family-owned and operated since 1975, the Wood Stove is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric stoves and fireplaces. Visit our showroom today to see our large selection of contemporary and traditional styles. Give your fireplace a facelift with our custom glass doors, screens, tool sets, and more. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, downtown Gainesville, or visit woodstoveflorida.com. The school year is back, and no one does after school like Okito America. 
martial arts, Spanish classes, art classes, science classes, sports programs, and free transportation. Classes for ages 5 and up. Okido is an open learning environment. Locations at 6900 Southwest Archer Road, 7420 West Newberry Road, and now open in Alachua. Hurry, sign up at okidoamerica.com today before after-school classes fill up. That's okidoamerica.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. We dealt with a few showers before dawn, but into the start of the afternoon, skies partly to mostly cloudy with highs near 90, heat indices closer to 100. As we approach the dinnertime hour, sea breeze showers should make a comeback. They'll generally move from east to west across our area. Locally heavy rainfall possible along the I-75 corridor. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This is the Swamp. Snap back, looking left, throws, intercepted oh. to Florida. Florida gets the stop. The orange and blue return to the Swamp to face McNeese State. 15-10 to the house, touchdown, Gators! Kickoff is set for 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Welcome back. Our final half hour today. Don't forget, Gator Volleyball tonight. We'll have it live for you in our first and ten pregame show tomorrow, live from the UF Bookstore in the Rice Union. Shane and I are there at 3.30. Come by and say hello. We will have the Extra Point postgame show uh, after the game tomorrow uh, as well. I wanted to uh, recognize uh, Joey, who emailed me here, and he gave me a really good column um, about now it's from Clay Travis and you know he is a polarizing figure uh, but he says you know you had that whole thing with ESPN and Charter going on now uh, he says it could be the end of the ta- of the of the bundle and televised sports as we know it I don't know that I go that far but the trend is certainly there. Um, okay. For the first time, since recovering from... By the way... I'm not recovered yet. No? Okay. All right. Well, I hope you're going to get there, girl. Okay. L- let me ask about this Cat 5. Yeah. Good grief. Rapid intensification. I- is that in part because of how hot it has been? Is that part of the intensification here? Well, certainly we have warm sea surface temperatures over the, the, the tropical Atlantic right now, and that really helps to fuel thunderstorm activity, um, you know, within these tropical cyclones. Um, so, you know, it was forecasted that Lee was going to undergo rapid intensification. And the, the winds in that area of the Atlantic right now are very favorable. They're, they're uniform through the column. Um, and so that helps thunderstorms to to keep their vertical structure. And long story short, they can really grow, and you can you can have a a nice tight hurricane um, 
develop, which is what we saw with Lee. Looks like it, it weakened just a little bit. I think it underwent eyewall replacement. Um, and so now it's at a very high-end Cat 4 dangerous storm. Still east of the Lesser Antilles, it has a long way to go. Um, thankfully, right now, um, not directly impacting any landmass. But, you know, as this tracks through the Atlantic, it's it's going to impact shipping lanes and, and things of that nature. And that has impacts, too, on, on you know. Economy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, right now with Lee, at least, we're not um, anticipating any direct impacts to Florida. However, next week, uh, Atlantic beach conditions are going to be gnarly. I mean, we'll have rough surf, rip currents, beach erosion um, at, at Atlantic beaches, even with, with Hurricane Lee being... Uh, you know, separate, several hundred miles offshore. So. Wow. But I know you weren't prepared for that. But yeah, I mean, no, I can talk I mean, about I, it until the cows come home. I, I think just, you know, Floridians are just thinking, please, just yeah. just don't get here. No, this should be directed um, away away from, from us. It should uh, parallel the Atlantic coast. And then uh, we'll be watching it closely next week for uh, the mid-Atlantic and for the northeast, potentially. There's a long way to go, though, before it makes that turn and tracks northward. So. Okay. Well, let's let's start with the rest of the weather for today. Um, rain later. Well, um, we had a, a good batch come through this morning uh, that that gave us uh, frequent lightning strikes. Payne's Prairie got a lot of rain. We do have the potential for a few showers and thunderstorms into the evening. I see we're getting peaks of sun out right now. That could help us heat up enough that we get a few additional storms. Um, but at least from the models, what they're showing right now is our main batch came through earlier today, so that's good. Um, so, you know, if you have any pregame plans tonight, um, going downtown Gainesville, whatever, we should be okay, but there might be a residual shower. Tomorrow morning will be comfortable. Uh, lows should drop into the upper 60s, lower 70s. And then uh, sea breeze storms should make a, another return tomorrow. Uh, we do have a little front that's lingering, and that's what's helping to get these storms uh, kicked up earlier, like we saw this morning. Uh, but it's kind of a, a toss-up between two models that I've looked at. One says Gainesville around 2 o'clock. We could get showers and thunderstorms. The other one says it's more around 6 o'clock. So I'll take the the middle ground and we'll go 3, 4 o'clock. Um, which, hey, not bad. I mean, if you're tailgating, just you know, keep an eye to the sky, as cliche as that is. Yes. Um, be ready to, to, <clears throat> to head inside You know, if you hear thunder or whatever. But I think by the time we get to kickoff, we should be settling down. We should be good. We should be cooled down a little bit after those showers move through. Um, but, you know, Mother Nature likes to school me. So we'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow. But as of right now, for kickoff, I think we'll be good. Last question. Um, it, I, I guess I've always wanted to know meteorolo uh, meteorologically yes. how this works. Okay. Because, look, we all know forecasting is still with with all the science there is, mm -hmm. it's still an inexact science, Correct. right? But when forecasters, what is the what is the length of time? Like with this with this cat four right. five storm, what's the length of time that they can accurately predict or even semi accurately predict out? What are they safe with? So it depends on what sort of thing you're trying to forecast. So if I'm trying to forecast like thunderstorms in the afternoon where they're going to set up, I mean, I, you know, I can tell you a general region, maybe about a day before just based off of the, the wide scale wind pattern. But I really don't like to nail timing down until the morning of. Things like hurricanes, they're larger in scale. They're more on the meso and, and synoptic scale is how they're, or the, you know, the global scale or um, continental scale is how they're steered. 
And so um, we see that National Hurricane Center forecasts are actually pretty, pretty reliable three to five days out. Um, so, you know, again, it depends on what sort of phenomenon you're trying to forecast. But um, as, as we get computers that are more powerful, uh, we, you know, our reliability gets better and better because a, a, not the entire part of the forecasting process, but a good chunk of it does rely on the output of computer models. But these models can have little biases where they sometimes like to, you know, tack onto one variable and hang on to that. Maybe it's not, you know, um, the, the best forecast it can spit out. And what meteorologists do is, you know, we study the physics that play into weather, uh, but we also study the models and we work with the models and we know in what situations, okay, I need to rely on model X or in another situation, I need to rely on model Y. And sometimes we can take the blend of the two and kind of fine tune the forecast. So the computers are the helping tool, but you need the meteorologist in there to, to fine tune and to shave it down. And, um, you know, in terms of tropical systems, to answer your question, <laughs> um, it's about, I would say three to five days is, is pretty, pretty darn good for, for general, um, track and intensity and you know we get those wobbles as, as we get closer in time but. okay so tomorrow just be aware maybe a little rain yeah. hopefully going away yeah, the rain's okay just no just it's no the lightning. lightning yeah that's, that's what i've been telling everybody rain's fine it's those lightning strikes that cause problems yeah because then you don't play exactly and that's a problem so and next week yep. tennessee is here yep Another night game, so we'll get you back and we'll figure out the forecast I'll for that. Be here. Appreciate you. Thank you, Thanks, Megan. Steve. Megan Borowski, UF Weather Center. It's such a pleasure to have her here giving you uh, the game day forecast. 392 8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com on our first prognostication Friday of the season. Uh, net, I, I took a quick peek uh, into next week, and uh, there's a few better games next weekend certainly from a florida perspective uh you know you're talking florida tennessee as opposed to you know florida and uh mcneese so that's going to be uh, a whole lot better uh and a quick reminder uh we are going to go back to our regular inside the huddle day uh that's going to be next tuesday at 11 when the Gator QB, Shane Matthews, is here and the head ball coach is here. And we are also uh, going to have Shaner here on Mondays. He wasn't here last Monday because of uh, Labor Day, uh, but that will be the case uh, this time around. So uh, we kind of look forward to that. Uh, yeah, next week, Miami actually plays on a Thursday. They, they host Bethune. And then Saturday... LSU, Mississippi State. Missouri plays a good Kansas State team. Uh, Kansas State obviously is ranked at least this week. So that's, you know, a much better game. South Carolina and Georgia next week uh, is also there. And uh, I'm just looking down the rest of the schedule here. There aren't a lot of great games um, in terms of ranked versus ranked uh, Georgia Tech plays Ole Miss. BYU-Arkansas could be kind of interesting. Um, but And Colorado State plays Colorado. How about that rivalry for Dion? But that's going to be at Colorado. 143, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Final segment, get your picks in real quick. Give us the point spread on the game. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's 
what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Emma Pastis. Gator Volleyball will host Clemson tonight at home. Expectations are high for the Gators as they are currently ranked number three and have started the season off with a record of 5-0. Catch the game live here at 6.45 tonight. Gator football also makes its return at home this Saturday in Ben Hill Griffin. The Gators will face 0-1 McNeese State and kickoff will take place at 7.30 as the Gators look to secure a win. Coverage will begin here tomorrow at 3.30. Also, former Gator Ben Shelton has made a name for himself at the U.S. Open this year. After beating number 10 ranked Francis Tiafo earlier this week, he gears up to face number 2 ranked Novak Djokovic this afternoon. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Emma Pastis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. I'm not exaggerating when I say this. QC Kinetics can change your life. You can live again without that chronic joint pain and without drugs or surgery. Hi, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is advanced regenerative medicine. They take your body's own concentrated healing properties and put them right into your joint to restore and repair that damaged tissue that's causing all that horrible pain. The patient satisfaction reports are astonishing. Finally, a real alternative to the old ways of dealing with pain. And unlike surgery, no downtime with QC treatments. If you have constant pain in your knees, hip, shoulder, or back, you need to call and get a free consultation from the medical professionals at QC Kinetics today. Imagine this fall, moving around pain-free, doing the things you love again like walking, hiking, and playing with grandkids. Call QC Kinetics and see how the latest advances in precision regenerative medicine can attack your pain and bring you lasting relief. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. The diamond buying opportunity of the year is happening this weekend at International Diamond Center. It's IDC's three-day bridal event where you can buy like a dealer buys. Rare, precious GIA certified diamonds, all shapes, all sizes, all at rock bottom prices. Rounds, ovals, princess cuts, cushion cuts, emerald cuts, all natural, perfectly cut diamonds. Certified by the most prestigious gem labs in the world. Get the best prices of the year and take advantage of 36 months zero interest financing on any purchase. And for this event, you can match that diamond with a perfect ring from Takori or Viraggio. Both world-class designers are flying in their entire collections for this. Come join us as we open the IDC vault and showcase the largest selection of diamonds you've ever seen in one place at prices you never thought possible and get three years zero interest financing. It's this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday exclusively at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. 
If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Change happens fast, and when it does, your small business needs to be ready. With Capitus as a trusted financing partner, you can be ready for anything that comes your way be it a sudden bump in customer demand, the need for quick cash to fund unexpected opportunities, or keeping the lights on when there's a sudden downturn in the economy. A simple five-minute online application with Capitus could put the funds you need in your hands in as little as 24 hours. Go to Capitus.com to explore your financing options. That's K-A-P-I-T-U-S.com. Coming up at 4, it's the Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Coach Steve Spurry, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Thank you, headball coach. Still got time to hear from you. Uh, let me end with this. What are you looking for if you go to or watch the game Saturday? What are you looking for? I'll tell you what I'm looking for. First and foremost, mistakes are going to be made. Let's, let's just understand that. And by the way, I, I did not mention this uh, about Jadarius Perkins, who entered the portal yesterday. That's kind of where we are in the world, right? One game. One game. So, sometimes that's just how it works. But anyway, I think a lot of people just want to see a cleaner game and not have the glaring mistakes that Florida had in its opening game. And as I also said, even with that, even with that, they lost by 13. They didn't get beat by 40. They lost by 13. So certainly there is hope that they will get better and I think most people expect them to get better but I do want to bring up something that was brought up earlier today uh, in something I read in Saturday Down South Matt Hayes I've known for a very long time I think Matt is a really good writer uh, don't always agree with Matt, but on the show a lot. Um, but he kind of used some words in what he wrote uh, that surprised me a little bit at least. Um, so you look at what he did and what he said, 
Um, and he says, quote, Florida will struggle again in 2023, possibly enough to miss the postseason. Billy Napier will be told to give up control of the offense and play calling, and 2024 will be make or break. And he says, if you don't sound like the sound of that, Gator Nation, round up about $31.9 million for a buyout. He says Napier produced his worst game in 14 tries after a, this is him now, a mistake-filled, humiliating 24-11 loss to a Utah team playing at second and third team quarterbacks. He said after eight months of running off 26 players, signing double digits, more from the transfer portal and scouting 24 quarterbacks from the portal and choosing the enigmatic Mertz, Nabil, Napier rolled out the latest version of the Gators. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. He said, in the most simplistic terms, Florida is a horrendously coached team. Let me say that again. A horrendously coached team. Do you agree with that? Do you think Florida is a horrendously coached team? He says false starts, illegal formations, two blown trips in the red zone because of poor play calling and or penalties that produce zero points, absolutely critical self-inflicted wounds, series after series, quarter after quarter. I don't know. Lee, hello. Hey, Steve. Um I, I think the uh, you know the Matt Hayes article is part truth and part perception, and the problem right now with the culture at Florida is that perception is going to affect recruiting. It's going to affect the players. Um, it's that's just the way it is in this like media cycle that we're in, um, and right now we're we're being sold a promise and hope we we don't have the evidence in front of us to say that this is going to work so um you know unfortunately when you hear guys like matt hayes or you know what Feinbaum called napier a high school coach um and was pretty tough on him after the utah game um that kind of stuff uh you know becomes part of the narrative that billy's battling against just like part of the narrative is that you're battling against the perception that some of these other coaches are doing it faster in year one and year two, you know? So um, I think that's tough for Billy to overcome um, along with what you've pointed out, that it's just tougher in the SEC these days. Yeah, it is tougher in the SEC these days. And I think when you look at, you know, what Brian Kelly did in a short uh, scenario, you know, where he had a really good year for LSU last year, uh, that also comes to fruition. Like LSU went after an established, you know, big-time coach where Florida went after, you know, the up-and-comer, which they have done successfully and unsuccessfully on other occasions as well. So, but look, you got to give it a little bit of time. You, you just do. Yeah, I think, Steve, just one more point there. As far as giving it time, what I really liked seeing – 
uh, you know, over the weekend, Dion told his players, we don't have tomorrow, we have right now. And, uh, you know, I, I think that article by Bianchi painted Gator fans as spoiled and entitled and impatient and that we're the problem. I think if Napier had been following Urban, maybe, like, then we would be a little bit better at being patient. Um, but this is now 15 years that we've been hearing, be patient. This is the guy. He knows more than you do. You Gator fans are entitled. We've been hearing this for a long time. So it's it's harder to believe that Billy is going to figure it out, that some of these mistakes especially when the thing that he harps on, which is attention to detail, seems like the thing that we're really bad at. So Gator fans have PTSD right now, and I don't blame <laughs> them. Thanks, Steve. Right, thank you. Uh, Tony will be our final caller. Hi, Tony. Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. I'll tell you what, uh, articles like that really, really upset me because, uh, you know, it is one game into the season, uh, guys leaving the, the program, leaving because they're not playing, must be a reason. And, you know, if if this becomes a nine and and four season or, or, or an eight and whatever season, uh, then all of a sudden these guys are going in hiding. They're not going to say they're the ones that wrote that. Oh, some they're, do. They're not going to, some do. Well, some do, but, yeah, well, not many, not many. Uh you know, uh, I just think that you got to give this guy a chance. It's his, his second year. If uh, you know, I have no love for him, but uh, he's uh, uh, you got to give him a shot. He, he, he when he came here, it was nothing. And if he puts it together, great. If he didn't, hey, thanks for trying. And um, like they said, thirty-one million dollars later, we'll have another one. All right, thank you, Tony. I appreciate the call. Uh, Steven says, this is an odd question, but Adam Schefter seems to break every single big NFL story. Is there some kind of agreement where he has to be the one to break big NFL news? No. That's called good reporting and good sources. That's, I mean, think about it. Here, when you do a show like this, you have to know a lot of different things. Schefter has one thing to worry about, one thing, the National Football League. That's it. You don't have to worry about Major League Baseball, college football, nothing. All he has to worry about is what's going on in the National Football League. So that's, you know, a pretty good thing. Thanks to Jamie for producing the show today. We thank you for joining us here on Prognostication Friday. Don't forget, Gator Volleyball tonight, tomorrow, the first and 10 pregame show live at the UF Bookstore in the Rights Union. Shane and I are there at 3.30. Come by and say hello. We will have the Extra Point postgame show after the ball game tomorrow night as well. So game two of the Gator football season is just about upon us. Enjoy the rest of your day. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. See you later. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.